0: guys welcome back what's going on you are now tuned into brains beauty and beats with your host bria and welcome back we are on episode four now um so the first three episodes you can go back and re-listen to them the first two are related the third one um is the beginning of the beauty segment it's kind of gonna pop in here and there But this is going back to the original focus of my podcast. This is more so on the brains portion of the podcast. I know I took a small hiatus for a little bit, but that's okay. We're going to jump right back into it and not miss a beat. So today, specifically, we're going to talk about self-love and appreciation. And that's what I decided to title this episode because I wanted to get straight to the point with it. I wanted to just jump right in because it's such a big topic. There's so much to cover with it. And I feel like, again, just like mental health, this is something that we just don't really talk about enough um, in any community, really. I've previously talked about checking on your strong friends. That's part of self-love. But in this particular episode today, we're going to dive really deep into self-love self-appreciation doing good deeds all that good stuff and so i was watching a show on netflix the other day some of you if you've seen it you might be able to guess which show it is i mean you have to get kind of to the middle of the series to get to the what i'm about to talk about but they started the episode off with a nina simone quote that said quote You have to learn to leave the table when love is no longer being served. End quote. Now that, um, that had to sit with me for a minute. That had to simmer for just a little minute. Because that's a lot to digest. She said a lot there in very few words, you know. And I just really, I really sat and I just applied to, I applied that quote to pretty much everything, right? You can apply that to a lot of different things in your life but it spoke the most to me about love and specifically self-love um and there's a lot of different ways that people can show love in your life right some people show it through just supporting you showing up places is how some people show love and that's very important some people give gifts some people you know Put a lot of time thought and effort into getting a gift or personalizing a gift for someone and that's not to be dismissed um and that also doesn't mean that you know their world revolves around money just because they give a gift sometimes people can kind of not find the right words and kind of find the perfect gift to describe things for you so Another way that love can be shown is in time investment. A lot of people would rather spend lots of time with you or getting to know you um, other than really focusing on giving gifts. I mean, the support kind of runs through all of these, but again, a lot of people will spend a lot of time just trying to get to know you. And then, of course, you have your I love yous which are kind of like standard, kind of something that everybody um, expects from another person, whether it's a family member, a friend, a significant other, whomever it is, it's kind of just been the standard. But I wanted to first remind you guys that there are other ways that people show their love and that doesn't make them abnormal. It's just sometimes they have a different way of showing love. Everybody loves different. But... Either way, this quote still can relate to all of those aspects. When any type of love, no matter how that love is translated to you, when that is no longer being served at the table, you need to get up and leave. Because that means that you no longer have a seat at the table. I am big on self love now partially because like I've previously told you guys I have anxiety and depression and when you have that it takes a lot sometimes to even love yourself enough to get out of the bed love yourself enough to spend just the extra little time in your morning routine the extra 15 minutes to try and actually put effort in to look like something for the day it takes a lot of energy just to move throughout your everyday life let alone find time to really figure out what makes you happy what you like to do and enjoy doing in your free time set aside time for free time I mean there's just so much that comes with really establishing and watering your self-love plant that it really just takes a lot of effort and so For me, self-love is something that I kind of pride myself on because I'm still not 100% there yet, but I've really worked hard in this past year especially. It's really been crunch time to get my mental headspace back on track and the main focus of that was self-love. So like I shared previously, I've downloaded apps to tell me certain things and I actually updated those apps too. Now they tell me, they wake up in the morning and tell me, like starts your day off right beautiful stuff like that (laughs) and that may seem really really corny but you know it's just the daily reminders the daily sprinkles of love that can really kind of turn your day from something bad to something good or it can kind of remind you that there's a reason why you're going through all of these things and you have a goal you have purpose and realizing that is also a part of self-love i think a lot of people that lack self-love also think that they don't have a purpose or that those two things can be related in some way shape or form and um that's just something that you know everybody has to work on it's kind of hard when you're young because school is all your life and so after that you know it's kind of just a lot of figuring things out and from what I hear from the actual quote-unquote real-world adults nobody ever finally figures everything out they just get a couple of pieces and then continue to figure things out or they fake it until they make it but um you know sometimes it can be kind of scary just kind of not knowing or feeling like you don't have a purpose but self-love definitely reassures you that you have a purpose. Other people around you love you enough to show it. So, you have to be here for some reason. And that's my little soapbox. I'm going to get off my soapbox and I'm going to move on. So again, love, support, all of that stuff can be shown um in all of your relationships. Something that's also really important about self-love that you have to develop is boundaries. There have to be boundaries put in place that people just cannot cross with you in order to really establish, stick to, and hold your ground in self-love. Self-love is a battle. Sometimes you kind of compromise that. Sometimes you negotiate that. And, and you really shouldn't. And you know that. But you do. It happens. You know, wig. But at the end of the day, establishing boundaries in the first place And at least trying to stick to them is better than not having any boundaries. Because when you don't have any boundaries, that's when you get into negative head spaces and pretty dangerous territory as far as, you know, how you feel about yourself and how you view yourself and how other people view you and ultimately how other people treat you. And so I think boundaries is an essential part of kind of establishing self-love navigating self-love and making sure that you're giving yourself the benefit of the doubt but you're also holding yourself accountable you know it's that balance between the two that you have to find and um it's it's always going to be a work in progress for the rest of our lives but what this quote again speaks to is this idea that you know You have to have these boundaries in place to even know when it's time to get up from the table. Some people stay at the table way too long and just accept any old thing from any old body. And that's exactly how other people treat you. Because when one person sees that someone can treat you bad or take advantage of you or you know, you don't have those boundaries in place, then people tend to take advantage of that. People tend to continue to treat you that way until you establish these boundaries. And so that's why it's so important to have those in your self-love journey. So if you don't have them now, make sure you try and establish them. This can be speaking up for yourself, telling a friend like, hey, I really didn't like that or that really hurt my feelings when you did that which that's always going to be really hard to do because that's your friend you don't want to cause an argument or anything like that but at the end of the day you have to put yourself first you are your number one priority and nobody is going to make sure that you're okay and everything's fine with you except for you your friends can only do so much your friends are only going to know how much you allow them to know about what's going on with you so The stuff that they don't know about, they won't be able to help you try and fix or overcome. And that's for you to try and figure it out. And so with friends, people, relationships, boundaries, all of that to me relates to and translates into protecting your energy. Your energy is like all that you have. Um, You really just can't give you can't afford to give out so many pieces of yourself to so many people and then not really have anything for yourself left like why would you continue to give yourself the short end of the stick you have to protect your energy at all costs i am a very aware person of energies as soon as i walk into a room i kind of feel it out when i meet new people I go based off of energies and gut feelings and kind of the vibe that they give me when I meet them. And if something, if something's not sitting well with me, I may try and give that person one more chance to try and figure it out because I do believe in second chances. And, you know, some first impressions go really, really bad. But by that second time, oh no, you're not going to keep getting chances to just disrupt the peace that i'm trying to build over here with your bad energy. Nope. You are not going to dirty up my good energy over here. So, i think good energy is also something that's added to the list and also something that this quote is talking about me and this quote. I'm telling you guys, she says so much in so little words. I'm going to read it again in case you forgot or maybe you tuned in or tuned out halfway through the podcast. I started off with this Nina Simone quote that says, you have to learn to leave the table when love is no longer being served. And so everything, everything can apply to this quote. And I just, I really love it. Anyways, um, I said all that to say that unhealthy energy is unacceptable in any way, shape or form. This goes along with boundaries and self-love. You just do not have the time, the energy, or the investment to be able to accept it. I mean, you just, you can't change someone else's energy. You can't change someone else's behavior. And so you have to remove yourself, like she said, lose that seat at the table when you're no longer being supported, when you're no longer being loved in any way, shape, or form. And I've had to do this time and time again. I joke with my mom all the time. I said every school year I get a new set of friends. And then after a couple of years, it was like every semester I get a new set of friends. (laughs) And that semester, like the school year, so for me, it was broken down into first semester, second semester, summer. (laughs) And by summer, I still had a new group of friends. There were very few friends, but I still had new friends. Now, this past group of friends that I've built, they've stayed around for the whole year. I love them. But um, that just came with practicing these things, building up the self-love and the boundaries and protecting my energy, really getting in tune with myself enough to really tell people how it is tell people how they made me feel in certain situations and to just not accept any old thing from any old body um a lot of the time I've had to walk away from situations or conversations that I just no longer felt like I needed to have like it was pointless um and this also goes with protecting your energy you know something that's a really touchy subject for me is sexual assault sexual harassment rape um, all of those things, and there have been many a times, and politics too, don't really like talking about politics that much, and um, in some of my classes, especially this one class last semester, I had to walk out because there was supposed to be an open dialogue day about sexual assault, sexual harassment, and the, I believe, Harry Weinstein case, in the Olympics and um there were a lot of disturbing comments flying around and so I made my one comment I first of all I came in the class late I'm gonna admit that off jump um I came into class late I took a seat I sat I listened for a while and I was like okay I agree with most of what you guys are saying and then I heard something that I didn't care for and I was like oh ah! Don't agree with that, and so I decided to speak up about it because that's what you do—you, you, you know, educate instead of, you know, getting mad. So I attempted to educate in that moment, and I said what I had to say. I said my piece, and um, that person came back with a response. And I packed my stuff and I left class. There was no real reason for me to be there anymore i could feel that i was getting extremely agitated and there was just a lot of tension, and it was just a conversation that i didn't need to have and i feel like for the professor there needed to be an email sent out that said hey this is what we're going to talk about for the day if this offends you or if this makes you feel a way then you probably shouldn't come to class it's not going to count against you you know or you If you don't want to participate in this conversation, you're definitely not going to be penalized because that was the other thing he expected us to speak up on those discussion days. And I just don't feel like you should be able to pressure someone or force someone to talk about something that serious uh, for points in a class like that is very dangerous territory. And then what if there have been people in the room that were diehard defenders for this man um and that was the same thing that happened like a year or two ago i think it was like two years ago with the 2016 election that was a touchy subject for a lot of people we ended up talking about it in a couple of my classes and i was just like why are we talking about this so i had to get up and leave why because i had set boundaries for myself including in classes and with people period These are things that I'm not going to talk about. Why? Because they get a certain type of response from me that I just personally don't feel like putting in the effort to give these people. Especially not in a classroom setting. It's just not really appropriate. You know, I won't be able to fully articulate my points of view in the way that I want to without feeling extremely frustrated or, or loud and passionate about things and really you know kind of not wanting to be open or listen or have real dialogue with other people about it it's just kind of like this is how I feel about it and that's it um I don't really care too much to do the back and forth about it at that time because I was just like all of these things were fresh still so I wasn't in a space to kind of digest the other side's opinions Um, eventually I got to that place but at the time I was like oh absolutely not I can't I can't be here and that was something that I learned that came with self-love and protecting my peace and so I'm gonna leave you with a couple of spiritual supplements this is gonna be something new that I try and incorporate into the, the latter part of my podcast just to leave you guys with some things some food for thought that's why they're called spiritual supplements because it's food for your spirit if y'all don't get that i don't know what to tell you but anyway one do some feel-good deeds just remember to do feel-good deeds not only for other people because that will make you feel good but especially for yourself we don't take ourselves out on enough dates or spend enough time just with ourselves i think yesterday i was dancing all around my room music blasting on facetime with a best friend of mine just dancing as if nobody was watching and nobody was thank goodness but i was just around this room spinning twirling jumping doing everything just letting out everything because I've been you know pretty stressed it's close to finals week wrapping up the semester I'm about to graduate and I just let my hair down yesterday and it felt so good for like two hours I was just dancing and I was like wow I haven't done that in a really long time and it felt good so do a feel-good deed and this doesn't have to be anything that you spend any money on because yesterday dancing smiling laughing and listening to music was free except for my Spotify subscription <laughs> that's not free but all that other stuff was free <laughs> Um, so do a feel good deed um, and when you do a feel good deed for someone else just don't expect something in return people don't owe you anything you don't owe you that favor back do it because you want to do it and because you want to see someone else happier you want to make someone else's day and finally just remember it's okay to say no if you no longer have a seat at the table because love is no longer being served be at peace with that let that be okay for you because I think you would feel a lot better if you went to bed not having to worry about whether or not you made the right decision you just have to trust yourself and say no so You already know how this goes. Let me know some questions, comments, or concerns. Tell me a couple of things that you've learned. Let me know below. And stay tuned for the next episode of Brains, Beauty, and Beats. I have been your host, Bria. And thank you guys so much again for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. I always look forward to hearing back from you all. See ya!